Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Mike and the Molotovs. That is the theme song already for this year. Gangbusters. Brilliant stuff. Loving every ounce of it. And out of all that uh, uh, gay flag football talk, the one thing that everybody resonated with in my emails is, God, I f- hate Frank Vogel. Yeah, he's out. Frank Vogel is it. You know what the better part is? It's just let him go. Let Frank Vogel go now. So we people who are like, I don't even get to know him enough to hate him. Like, you're going to make him the enemy of the city soon. Horrible. The, uh, it's just horrible. And you know what's going to happen? That they're going to keep him around. The Suns will kind of meander through and not be anything. And the Diamondbacks will come back and steal their thunder, and nobody's going to pay attention. You know you're only uh, five weeks away from spring training report. What, really? Yeah, when well, the pitchers oh, yeah, and catchers February. report. But middle of February. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that World Series run might be something that people kind of like, eh. But football playoffs, that's, what, that's what's going to start counting now, which I like. Get this thing going uh, on the weekend. Got the Steelers happening on Sunday. Get rid of the, hopefully, whoever. Definitely the best, uh, I mean, amazing weeks in, in football. Oh, it's awesome. The next two. It's the best. You got championship uh, college tonight. Uh, so you got Michigan and uh, Washington, Washington going at it. It's like an old-fashioned Rose Bowl. Michigan and Washington going to town. And that's what I love when college people always say, oh, it's the tradition of the game. And then you look and go, Michigan and Washington should be playing in a Rose Bowl, and this should have been a different thing. If you wanted traditions to continue, college has no tradition, which, again, faster than getting rid of Frank Vogel, unload those goddamn marching bands and quit saying it's tradition about that, too, because it's time we recognized what was and stop calling it tradition. Sometimes some traditions suck and need to go away, and that's one of them. Oh, that marching band. Watching some of the, you know, they lost me completely as a viewer. Uh, when they're like uh, halftime of the uh, the two play-in games or whatever they were the last weekend, uh, you had Michigan playing the uh, semifinals. Yeah, whatever those are. Yeah, and they're like, let's do the million-dollar band from and tootling away with Sloopy and then an Imagine Dragon song. And I just looked at the TV and I'm like, oh, f- this off. Watch some Seinfeld reruns. Didn't care anymore. I'm like, I'll find out what the score of this garbage is later. They had the nerve, as I understand it. After that was over, to roll Michigan's band onto the field and torture the poor fans more. <laughs> Two marching bands? Yeah, the Crimson Tide. Yeah, they had the Million Dollar Band. I'm like, never would this band ever, ever create a million dollars in revenue. Ever. I tour them around the country. You will come back with a deficit. No one likes marching bands. Only college people that want to hang on to a tradition that's bad. Think it's worthwhile. No one, zero people like marching bands. I'll tell you exactly how I know. Book them for a room in this town. They wouldn't sell out the marquee. Unless their <laughs> families the- went. That's the only thing that goes to marching band shows, families. They're, it's annoying. The only thing that's heavier marching band is Awful. the Rose Bowl Parade. 
Right. Well, they, they marched them. But here's the thing about the Rose Bowl it's parade. It's loaded with them. They are smattered in there, and they're annoying. But what goes on at that Rose Bowl parade is truly magic. <laughs> I went through when I lived in uh, – I lived real close to Pasadena. I was in Glendale, but it was like this little curve of it that kind of bumped. There's a thing called Eagle Rock in between that nobody talks about. It's the herpes of that little area. Like you have Pas- Glendale, California – Eagle Rock, uh, and then Pasadena. And Eagle Rock is noted by a rock that sticks out of the side of a mountain on uh, the one, uh, what is it, the 134, the freeway. It's like an eagle head. So you're driving out of Pasadena, you look to your right, there's this giant arroyo, and in it is the Rose Bowl. It's one of the prettiest things you've ever seen that's this man-made monstrosity. It's the Coliseum. It's it's Rome. It's it's gorgeous. And you come out of awesome Pasadena and you roll over this bridge and you look to your right as you're heading west. Oh, what is that thing? Then it's just glorious. It's a golf course next to it. You don't realize how big the land is. It's stunning. TV does it no justice. And about a quarter of a mile after that, there's a big dumb rock that sticks out of the freeway. It kind of looks like an eagle's beak. Welcome to Eagle Rock. And there's a, the ugliest Westfield Mall you've ever seen in your life. And then, and then you're in Glendale. I lived right there to where we could ignore Eagle Rock and get to Pasadena. Gorgeous. Now I forgot why I was telling that story because I'm upset about Eagle Rock. Anyway, Pasadena's pretty. <laughs> about the marching bands originally. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Screw it. College football. Screw it. I don't know what I was talking about. Anyway, shut it down. Oh, oh. The Rose Bowl. The, the actual Rose Bowl parade. So I was, when I lived there, I got a chance to go over to this place where they kind of housed some of the floats with this. I where was, they show that, they, they show it during. They build the, them all year. Yeah. It takes all it's year. Complex. They're, they're starting right now. Out. They're starting right now. So it had to be August. They show them cutting flowers. Yeah. They don't do the flowers till late. But in <laughs> August, I got to see this warehouse where they had started the structures for the main, like AT&T had a big float, I remember. Uh and it was like Texaco, some oil company that was trying to win people over with natural stuff. They had this. I mean, these things are their buildings. Massive. And then they're like, all right. And then everything on it has to be from the planet. It can't be plastic. It all can't natural. Be everything has to be a natural this or ground up. So they're using like peas. And they're taking yeah. these lacquered peas and this 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 thing. There's, there's ugly ass Eagle Rock. Sorta, I guess. If I you want to see it, eh, yeah, yeah. Because I told you, squint. you, if I told you, if I told you it was called Pelican Rock, you'd see it too. Looks it, like one of those sickly eagles on Looney yeah, Tunes. Something ain't right with them, and it looks like it, you know what it looks like uh, when a pigeon smashes into your window and leaves that imprint of bird. <laughs> kind of got that. Anyway, so yeah, that's what's special about the Rose Bowl Parade is the. The, fl- the floats actually make you forget about the marching bands, which is amazing that somebody can make that much of a cacophony of nonsense and still be the second most memorable annoyance of the deal. Do you ever see the micro dirty jobs where they go in and they have to clean off those floats of no, all the all flowers? He says it's, <laughs> it's it awful. It just smells. So the, everything's rotten. It's all rotten. It's a week. Because it sits there forever. Yep. And then they have to worry because it gets cold sometimes. They have dudes in there that are like uh, airbrush artists that will go and they have to use a fine, like natural something like, you know, cranberry paste to do painting and to, to touch up. the. It's amazing. Like the event is amazing. 
Uh, that said, marching bands still almost ruin the Rose Bowl parade. They ruin everything. The million dollar band. How dare you? It's what it costs to. Uh, oh, yeah. All you do is yeah, let him travel with the you team. You cost a million dollars a year in uh, canceled ad revenue and uh, season ticket holders. I know for a fact when college traditions suck, like 100%, and everybody knows it deep down, is when it doesn't advance on to the pros. If it's good in college, it shows up at the pros. Marching bands aren't on pros. People would lose their minds at a, at a real football game if you had a designated gigantic marching band out there. Hate it. You know, you know why halftime shows aren't marching bands? Because they f- suck. End it. But that'll be tootling away tonight, and they're going to, those nerds will be out there acting like they're part of it. Or do they Super Bowl it up? I can't remember. On the BCS, do they have a artist performing at halftime? No, they'll break those bands out. Yeah. And besides that, during the game, I got to listen. Uh, I think Washington has a famous one, but Michigan does. Michigan's got a marching band. I know they all have marching bands, and they all play during the whole goddamn game. God forbid you gain a yard, they do a whole song. I don't know. Hate it. They wanted to sell tickets. They didn't want to fill up those seats with band people. <laughs> well, there's something about that that we don't understand either. Uh, they always say that it was donated by the unit. Like, right. I don't understand. Some benefactor how, came I don't in. Get how this works. Somebody's kicking in. Yeah, and uh, you know, let them stand on their own. I, I'm a big believer in the uh, capitalism of marching bands. The if they can't stand on their own, they can't be part of it. You get scholarships for that? Play privately. Put a show on. Footprint Center tonight, ASU Marching Band. <laughs> no one's going. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Have you ever gone to that? Did you ever pay to see a marching no. band? No. No. That's why they parade Hell them. No. Free. I'll step out of Every this time you get it. Yeah, yeah, I know, because you've had a kid who's been part of it. And we've had to pay. You had to pay? Atrocious. Oh, yeah. They make the parents pay. For yeah. what? Competitions. Oh. It's, no, it's and to keep it alive. Cheap, yeah. oh. And I do, I, I think, you know, some of the universities, like, you know, at high State, I think people, uh, corporations will pay to have them out to events. That should be illegal. If it's scholarship, think they, they should be, it should be illegal. It, now it is. Now it is. But it should have been for say. years. Brady's talking about when he was there. Oh, yeah. Paying scholarship to, uh, uh Students, any sort of deal to have them come out to an event is not paying them, but paying for it is, should be illegal. That's why they have to march around for free. I, I boycott those businesses. Oh, me too. If I ever found out, out who did that and that was their entertainment, oh, the worst. It's the worst. But that'll be going on tonight. And it actually is a pretty good matchup for football fans. I can't handle this many happy Harbaugh's. So I'm a Washington yeah. fan tonight. As much as I like that Michigan is a team that I uh, jumped on because of Santonio Holmes being so Ohio State-driven that it made me hate Ohio State while he was a pro. Well, I forgot you became a big blue for a little while. I was while. a big blue for a little while just to because uh, Santonio Holmes shook hands with Michael Jenkins after Atlanta secured a victory over the Steelers, and he did it in-game. And you have that two years in a row. It was Holmes, and then it was somebody else from Ohio State did something stupid. No, and I, I love Cam Hayward, and I love it. Well, Ryan Shazier's one that probably stands out as a guy from Ohio State that didn't do much good. Ouch. Poor bastard. <laughs> and I don't blame him for that, but if he'd have gone to a better college, he would have gotten out of the way. 
That's what I think. That's just me. But, uh, yeah, so I, I was a Michigan guy. I can't watch Happy Harbaugh's. There's two of them right now. I can't have it. So one of them's got to go. And if it's one that's got to go, I'd rather – if John wins – You might have to put up with one more yeah. often in oh, the NFL the, next I don't year. care about that. I'm talking about right now. If Jim Harbaugh wins tonight, I'll be happier because that probably means John's not going to. You can't have two head coaches in the two biggest football leagues, college and pros, same family. Just can't be a thing. I think it's the one other way around. Huh? I think you're saying if uh, Harbaugh wins, he'll stay? No, no, no. I'm not talking about him going anywhere. I'm oh, saying okay. if he wins, the other Harbaugh can't win, too. Oh, yeah. It just takes away. It's just fate will take that away. You can't too have too much happy. Harbaugh glory yeah. is what he's you saying. You can't right? have too much Harbaugh They took glory. each other out. Right. Already. Eventually, one of the two of them. And so if Jim loses tonight, I'm thinking, oh, great. Now John Harbaugh is probably going right. to win the Super Bowl. And to jump back, that was too much Harbaugh at the time. Way too much Harbaugh. You're right. And nobody likes the Harbaugh's. No one likes the Harbaugh's. Oh, no. You imagine likes. two of them? You imagine the TV hand job that's going to be given to the Harbaugh's if they if, if they're national happened. champion and the Super Bowl champion? Imagine if they win it though. It's terrible. So, tonight's interesting because I don't know what to root for. I don't want Happy Harbaugh's. So, I'm kind of a Washington Happy Harbaugh's guy. decent band name. Happy Harbaugh's not a bad band name. Yeah. The unhappy Harbaugh's. <laughs> Let's go, go with that. Because I'm really happy when I see an unhappy Harbaugh. So tonight I like to watch an unhappy Harbaugh, but that leads to the chances of another really happy Harbaugh coming. So let's make the happy Harbaugh tonight. Go Michigan. And then, you know, there's no chance you win the NCAA championship and the Super Bowl. Can't happen. Sports, we got them all over the place right now. It's pretty awesome. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, and then I get this email. Our friend Joe Coy hosted the Golden Globes last night. It says, John, you're going to be receiving texts. This was last night at 1030. Uh, from your friend Joe Coy. He's not going to avoid your calls anymore. Uh, his career's in question after tonight's performance. Everybody's coming down on Joe pretty good. Everybody is. They uh, used to have the job for the Golden Globes. That was kind of the award show where it was uh, no holds barred. Like, Ricky Gervais really put it over the top. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did a good job with it for a while. Where you kind of used to, the celebrities would get drunk. And it was sort of roast. It was more of a semi-roast. You'd play around. They were kind of in a room together realizing this isn't the Oscars, but it's a pretty big deal. And uh, we can punch each other. Ricky took it to another level and finally made people like the show. Prior to that. It was just them being drunk. What celebrity's going to fall down? Remember when Elizabeth Taylor came out in the classic moment, the year Gladiator won Best Picture, and she came out a little strokey drunk, <laughs> and Dick Clark was backstage because it was Dick Clark's presentation. It was his thing. And she goes, For Best Picture! And they're supposed to do the nominees are. She just goes, 
Gladiator! Like, didn't even, like, run one of the... She just shouted gladiator at everyone. And then and Dick Clark whispered in her ear. And they had to go through the nominees again. Well, anyway. Anyway, well, that was anticlimactic. So, now you get Joe Coy hosting. And Joe Coy used to... He's a friend of the show. He's our buddy. And I've been real proud of Joy for, or Joe for two reasons. A, uh astronomical jump from just a club comic to what he ended up doing, which is great. And I'm happy for him because he deserves it. He's a good dude and he's funny. B, he did exactly what I told him. You're done with me. We're done here. It was like when a dog's like, get out of here. You're no good to me, boy. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're a big superstar. And we'd laugh and I'd say, you're never going to come back on our show again. I will come back every time I'm in town, he'd say. I'm like, no, you won't. You shouldn't. You're better than that. You don't do local TV and you don't do local radio anymore. That's for people who aren't selling all their tickets. So you sell all your tickets months in a day. You don't need it. You show up. Your plane lands an hour before your show starts. That's the new Joe Coy. And he'd laugh. And then he called me that time and he goes, hey, my new special's out. I'd love for you to promote it for me on. And I'm like, see, that's okay. We'll do that. You're going to call us maybe once or twice more. Then we're done. I didn't realize it would be so personal. That Joe would very rarely get back to me at all on text. And then I, you know, we didn't text a lot in the first place. And so now the real fun's going to be that he's got to come back because <laughs> he's on the way down. That's the fun part. For me. What happened? Did he bomb? I didn't, didn't, I didn't watch it last You know, night. that moment's a little large. It, or was he that, just over the top? It's a tough gig. It isn't. No. He's a comedian. You, you go so? out. It just, it, it was okay. Yeah. I didn't, and the good news is nobody watches the Golden Globes. It's people, America, There's, got absolutely fed up with the politics and the protests and the and the, every celebrity going up there accepting an award for a, a movie no one saw, and then talking to me about how I'm not a global warrior and I've done horrible things for the environment or we got to stop Trump or what? Like I don't care. Like you were, I'd never heard of your movie before. Why are you telling me I'm living my life wrong? So we all got sick and tired of that. The Golden Globes, the and last night I'm looking. I didn't watch any of it. I saw the clips of Joe. People were sending stuff. I didn't. I didn't know any of those movies. I knew Barbie. I knew about two or three. I watched a, a good portion. Oppenheimer. Of it. I knew that. Oppenheimer. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know the Bear. The Scorsese movie. Uh, yeah, Scorsese movie, which I didn't see because everybody told me it's too long. Flower Moon. It's really, long. it's yeah. a great movie, but it is long. Way too long. Yeah. Uh, Salt Peter or whatever that's called. Never Salt heard of that. Burn. Yeah, that never heard of it. Salt Peter might have been better. Yeah, Salt Peter's a good movie. I've seen The Bear on Hulu. It makes me too anxious. It's if you ever worked in a restaurant, yeah. the last thing you want to do is relive that, and it feels horrible. Uh, yeah. So I mean, nobody watches it because nobody has like you know there is no Silence of the Lambs. There is no we all saw Succession. It. Yeah, good. But again, you look at how Ted many Lasso. People, you look at how many people watched it. Not that big a thing. It was yeah. big, but not by like everybody can talk about it. You walk through this building, go, "Who's watching Succession?" Six, seven hands go up. Um, yeah, so I mean, we don't have the commonalities we used to to make award shows good. Plus, more than anything else, we got tired of being preached to by you know. That's it, right? There. Nobody we know, like people that are like kind of middling stars. I'm like, I don't, I barely know your name, Jeremy Allen White. But you're in the bear, so I guess you can tell me that environmentally I'm an idiot and you're the smartest guy in the world. So, I, But I didn't think, uh, you know, that was one thing. There wasn't as much 
They're, they're, Preaching they're, they've told them to knock it off. I yeah. guarantee you. Because they, they had to. Have, they got to get the public back. We don't watch anymore. And the I think Oscars, it's too late. Yeah, I, we're so divided against Hollywood celebrating itself now. I don't think there's a lot of people that like watching those people. Because even about how I mean, like are. last night's crowd was loaded with the A-listers, really, yeah. of a Golden Globes in a long time. Golden Globes is always the, that's the key. Is that is that's the joke all the stars. And- that's yeah. their night for them. Before Hollywood press yeah. became oh. a little bit indignant it's about a stuff. Beast. I think people are just sick of them patting themselves on the back, like looking right. for the attaboys and from us. Pointing and pointing at like, us, yeah. going, we're doing it right, where yeah. are you? Mean, meanwhile, their house is on fire. Right. You know, they've had nothing but scandals and night and big ones too. And uh and we'll sit back and tell everybody how the world needs to be. And I'm like, man, sweep your floor. Quit telling us how our world works. So people got sick of it. Bradley Cooper had the same nose on in the intro in the crowd. I couldn't believe he kept it on. Did maybe maybe he grew it for the role. Now that's some acting right there. Six years. It serious took him to grow. method acting to just do nose steroids. But I uh, yeah I'm nobody watched. So everybody that's on Joe Coy's thing saying oh he bombed and whatever. I saw a couple of jokes. It was not great. I mean Ricky Gervais's uh, monologues for those Golden Globes. Were for us. It was. Oh, yeah. It was. Taking, so you could cringe at home. Well, it, not even cringe. It was like kind of. I was fist in the air. I'm like, yeah, get him. Yeah. It was all over the self righteousness. Tell him right before yeah. he said it. Yeah, I don't care. Like it was the self righteousness of Hollywood sitting there celebrating itself, and he was like, "You guys realize how everybody actually views this? Nobody's looking at you, going, oh, this is great. They they're mad about this, and." You know, when he said the thing about Harvey Firestein, or not Harvey Firestein, Harvey uh, Weinstein, and said, you know, you guys would, you you all worked for him. He was your friend. I didn't ever do it. And they, and you just heard, oh, hurts, doesn't it? It hurts, right? It hurts. I didn't work for him. You did. Not my fault. And it was great to well, watch. It was great as he, he won a Golden Globe. Right. He night. won one last night. He'd take one, but he wasn't there. He uh, he took a piss on the whole thing, and all of us sat back and said, this is what it's supposed to be. A little humility, which was missing. So the good news is, Joe Coy, nobody saw it. The better news is, Joe Coy will be at Stand Up Live here sometime this year, and we get to hang out with him, which is fun. I miss him. I haven't talked to him in a long time. You know, we, wa- we, we helped watch him go this, you know, upward trajectory, and then when he inevitably has to come back down, we're on that train. He got to do the Golden Globes. <laughs> He's got to pass us again. <laughs> it's awesome. And I told him that. And he'll remember it. We had that. We had a conversation where I was laughing. I'm like, we're done, you and me. It was when he played Footprint Center. I'm like, this is it. We'll never talk yep. again. I'm like, I am not worthy of your celebrity. You need to go on and be with real celebrities now. And not and don't act like you're doing me a favor. That's more insulting to me than because oh, I never forgot the little people. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the guy that you're like. Well, I'll never forget you. I'm like, well, now hold on, forget me because you're basically saying you're small and I'm huge, but I still talk to you, and I don't need that crap in my life. You said that to Bert back in the day too. Pricer, he's done with us yeah. and should be. Absolutely, he'll be back. Yeah, well, he, he likes you. You pass the same people on the way down. <laughs> We are the tortoise. They are the hare. See you at the finish line. We're here. We're just hanging around in our little small ponds. You got to swim in this again. <laughs> no, I was, I'm. I'm proud. I'm happy for Joe. Joe, that's a big deal. 
but people are bashing him. And that's part of the process, too. You step into that ocean, you can get kicked around. I didn't think it was as bad as people are saying. The one thing he did do was make fun of Taylor Swift once, and the Swifties went nuts. I didn't even see the joke. I was watching yeah. basketball and football at the same time. I didn't care about the Golden Globes. And I'm, and I'm, the text, like, Coy's getting killed. Like, why? He made a joke about Taylor Swift, and, and the Swifties are like, who is this idiot? And it was all over Swifty news. That the joke was a basic joke. It's like big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL is we have a lot less shots of Taylor Swift. Yeah, so we don't show Taylor Swift and as then much. They show uh-huh. a shot of Taylor Swift. And she's just sitting she's there grumpy. dead faced. A grumpy. drink. You know why? Because Taylor Swift wasn't told she was going to be on. Because if you tell her there's a camera on her, <laughs> oh, gotcha. she starts celebrating. And I know that's true because every time they show her at a Chiefs game, she's the only one having fun in the booth. Everybody else on their phone or eating something, and she's losing her mind like. There was just a double reverse jet sweep touchdown nobody saw but her. I'm like, they told her she's on camera and she's putting on a show. You think she's got the FBI uh, earbuds in they and tell stuff her. like that? I guarantee you they tell her. <laughs> Taylor, you're on. Because she starts going, she starts jumping she up and down. She could have been in on it, too, for all we know. Nah, there's a maybe. Part, but I, I didn't see anything different about her face. Just sitting there like, huh? Yeah. Joke about me. Didn't like it. No big deal. But, yeah, the Swifties attacked him. Because the Swifties are... are a gaggle of weirdos that protect that basic woman. Like, I don't get it. That, it's the it's the uh, the ar- the average army, the army of average broads can't get enough of defending Taylor Swift. They're not the two a.m. girls at the bar. They're twelve thirty though. They're your second. They're the penultimate choice. Like, mm, before I go to that giant at the end, there, I'm going to try this one over here with the bangs. Hey, how you doing? What? Like, uh, maybe I should just go straight to fat. <laughs> we get a couple more shots first. I'm already, is, I'm already bored looking at this one. Ugh. Twelve thirty, still the largest, not not weight wise, but the largest yeah. crowd. It's they're still there, the but population. They're, they're the boring ones. The fun ones are gone by eleven. Twelve o'clock. They've already gotten picked up. Yeah, they're yeah, they're I mean, having they're, a good time. Yeah. They want to do other stuff, and guys are like this one's a blast. Probably already in the sack by twelve thirty because they're real good at it. The the Taylor Swifts are the ones that demand meals. Yeah, twelve thirty. You got the fastback yeah. still sitting yeah. there yep. at the bar. There and, she said her one flaw yep. that she still doesn't recognize is the reason she's at the bar still. Yep. And then you look at her and you're like, my God, the reason you're still here is because you have no personality. You think you're hot enough to not have one. And then there's Chubbs over there raising up her milkshake, uh, <laughs> white Russian. You'll be back. We're the fat girl at the bar, and Joe Coy's got to come talk to us on his way back. That's basically what's going to happen. Hey, how have you been? It's been a while. Yeah, I knew you'd be back. But yeah, the Swifties went nuts. The army of average does not take well to her uh, being talked about or teased or whatever. And they had that whole thing about uh, Al Michaels. Who's that old man? What has he ever done? I'm like, oh, I don't know, 800 years of awesome broadcasting Hall of Fame stuff. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah, it's the, well, they don't know what anything is. Like, that's a generation that just doesn't care about anything before them. I love that song. Yeah. They, they don't know anything about anything that's happened prior to 2002. But Coy will be back. And this one that Damon said, I read this, I didn't see him. He said, I don't think it helped when he threw the writers under the bus when a joke didn't land. And I think he was just trying to crowd work. Like, I didn't write all yeah. these, you know. But I, these, the ones I wrote are the good right, ones. Yeah, the exactly. Ones it was kind of his joke to basically, yeah. I don't think that went over with a crowd that, look, you got to remember, 
that those celebrities in that audience are vapid and dumb. It's a tough room. They don't understand oh. things very well. They have, to, Or they're not even listening. Everything they say has to sort of be written for them, for them to sound smart. And if, you know, for most of them, not all of them, but a lot of them. You ever see Robert De Niro try to have a conversation with somebody without a script? Not happening. He's a disaster. I'll be the first to admit that, too. He is yeah. a disaster. He does Saturday Night Live. And has to read a cue card or be like, he didn't have everything memorized and worked out. That dude can barely string a sentence together. I don't, I tire over this. Look, we have a, uh, huh? Like, wow, just somebody <laughs> tell him what to say. It's terrifying. Yeah, so the Golden Globes were last night. Nobody's going to pay attention to that. Also, Brady and I went to, we were at a thing this week. Got to say thanks to uh, Trajan Wealth King, Jeff Jr., who had a little, uh, Get together at his house, a little poker party, a little, I th- probably illegal. Pretty sure it was illegal. There's a lot of cash, a lot of exchanges of bets, illegal bets. Great time. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, also, uh, made me realize how poor I actually am. That backyard oh. is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It was amazing. Amazing. It was an amazing. Like yeah. you just you walk out into the yard and you're like, I I won't take up much space. I'll just eat the fruit off the trees. Can I just stay in a corner? <laughs> Did this take a hundred years yeah, to make? Right. I mean, like I, like even God would come down and go, Wow, I, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's a nice move. Like, it was. It is a stunning backyard. And what it does to people like me is make me go home and go, Look at my garbage. I live in a dump. And that's the problem with having people. As friends who have uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. And have done very well. And earned it, by the way. There's nothing about that that's a gimme. The dude's, you know Jeff Jr.'s story. The dude's earned it. Gets a veteran. It. He's like everything about him. And he's cool, too. He's a very nice guy. But, uh, yeah, that that's... Great host. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I had a problem. I can't go. I went to Hearst Castle once and came back mad at my house. And I'm like, what's wrong with my brain? <laughs> That, 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 why am I comping Hearst these things? Castle. Yeah, I went to Hearst Castle. <laughs> if you've ever been to Hearst Castle in San Simeon, you're only allowed to go to one part. Like, there's four different breakthroughs. Break, and when I get to the center where they're like, which portion of the castle would you like to visit? I'm like, I want to see all of it. And they're like, no, sir, that's, you have to buy one of the four packages. And I'm like, what a scam. What I realized was is that this castle is so massive. That you only have one a day you can get through. Like, it t- took like six and a half hours to get through the one tour. Jeez. And you still got three others you could do. Would you like to do the pools? Would you like to do the main room? I want to see the Citizen Kane fireplace. We don't say that here. You're still upset about Citizen Kane? <laughs> you're not allowed to bring up Citizen Kane. So when you're in the fire pit room, everybody's hands up going, so this is the room that uh, Orson Welles did. Uh, rumor has it Orson Welles was um, definitely... Um, Inspired by this uh, beautiful establishment. So did uh, Hearst get ever upset about that? Okay, let's move on. Like, the, they're told not to talk about Citizen Kane. Orson Welles is brought up just a little bit. But I left Hearst Castle mad at my house. Like I have a chance at Hearst Castle or something. Your goal. It wasn't a goal. You nothing. Because <laughs> I, I, I haven't got the second I got, in. Right. The second I got back in the bus to get to my car, from the castle to my car... I realized you're too lazy to ever earn this. You have to strike it rich. Like you'd have, I'd have to find buried treasure to ever earn anything like that. I don't have the gumption and ambition to earn that. That's earned. 
My next home's going to be built out of granite blocks. <laughs> there, there was one thing in the the tile in the mosaic in the side of this pool is worth over $8 million. I'm like, one of those tiles is the same as my goddamn house. There's like 12 of them. And I got mad at it. I was getting mad all day. I'm like, well, I just, I don't have the ambition to have this. This isn't fair. Kicking but, rocks. But I was mad at me. I was like, so I get back to my house and you see every paint chip. You see every... The last contractor that, that put a tile in there and it's not exactly kosher, it's a little sideways, or he did a bad cut and you've always known it. The grout's missing in a couple spots in the kitchen. It just pissed me off. Nobody even lives at Hearst Castle. It's perfect. I want to go through Hearst Castle and find the one spot where the tile guy kind of was like, oops. And then he sticks a little corner piece in another corner tries to grout over it, but eventually over time you just see that tiny little diamond that shouldn't be there. <laughs> it's garbage. The one the you called one, some guy from uh, he ran down to Home Depot, got the supplies and right. repaired it. Right. Um, like you can see marble and then there's like YI. a chunk of bull nose on top of the tile that's wood that's painted. And I'm like, I can I see the you covered. Yeah. But I got mad at it. So I was at Jeff Jr.'s beautiful home on Saturday and I got mad at my house. And I like my house. It's nice. But that backyard is something to behold. I mean, there are parks that would like go, hey, his yard's better. I (laughs) thought I walked into the backyard. Oh, is this the high that Ganey Ranch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought I wandered onto somebody else's like. Sir, uh, would you like a ride in the gondola? (laughs) Is supposed to be here? Yeah. When I heard that guy, I go, and I see that thing go by and like lovers in a. I'm like, is that Venice? Did I step into Venice? It's beautiful. And it wasn't overdone either. It wasn't like one of those things where you're like, all right, this is so over. comfortable. It just felt, yeah, it felt, it felt livable. God damn it, Jeff Jr. <laughs> you see his backyard and all you want to do is hand him all your money for whatever you're doing. Do, do double it. Double down on whatever it is. Give me half of that. Give me, no, just, here, here's what I have. Everything I've ever earned. You make this backyard happen for me. <laughs> And he, he might be able to. It's like, that's what he does. But man, oh man, that yard was pretty. And it was just stunning. The whole thing, the whole place was nice. But man, is that yard just gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. I played my regular hand of poker because I can't sit next to strangers that long. I waited Two hands you all in. Last? Three. Three I, hands. I, I go all in on the first thing I got going in my pocket. I had a pair of twos. <laughs> Wet twos. Going in. You're all in Wet on a pair of twos. Ten twos. I'm done here. Oh, that's right. Going in. I played one hand, threw in a couple, and I'm like, let's see how we got there. Bounced out, and every card that came up after was bad. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Even though that's the only reason to be there, I don't have time for this. And so the next hand, I just shoved in on. And I liked hearing it, uh, that the dealer said, all right, everybody show them. No more play here. Flipped over the cards. She goes, pocket deuces. And I'm like, you goddamn right. It sounds like I got something there. <laughs> <laughs> pocket deuces isn't bad. I got a pair of something. And you got beat? Oh, crushed. I, <laughs> I think two aces came up on the board, and then some guy had another ace. The Wallinda family won won the majority of the pot. Yeah, the whole, there was a family of poker players that were in the. There were like three of them at the final table all together. Like, mother, come on, mom, mother, son, wow. and husband. Son, I can't take you yeah. out on this one. It was no, fun. do it. Stunning, and all I cared about was that damn yard. And former radio legend Scott Drake. Yeah, I forget. It's yeah. the pot. Yeah, Scott Drake, who's evidently plays poker for money now. He used to work over at the mountain. 
Oh, so he yeah. He did mornings. Nice guy. Very nice guy. And He's he was, still in town? Hey, come on. He's allowed to be here. <laughs> we didn't run him on a rail. But he did mornings over there at the mountain. I thought it was Jeff Goldblum at first. Tall from dude. district. <laughs> tall man. I never thought he was Jeff Goldblum. He doesn't look anything <laughs> like him. Brady, all just, tall people. All tall Brady. people are Goldblum. With white hair. Yeah, no, nothing. Again, when glasses that are totally different than, yeah, totally thick. So close. Big man. He's, nothing about him is Jeff Goldblum. Hey, so if Goldblum. You're, if you're picturing Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> did you do don't. that? You did that, didn't you? You no. look like Jeff Goldblum. Well, you need, you've got cataracts then. Because <laughs> all I am is 6'6". Six, six. That's about it. Yeah, it was it was a remarkable place, and it makes me upset that my brain does that. I wish I was less that. And the crazy part is, is I'm really happy for people that have nice things. Like I'm not I'm not envious. I get mad at me. I never get upset at that. Like I'm always like, God, good for them, because I realize it's possible. I realize that we all have that chance. I realize that we've all been given the same exact opportunity to do something like that, and I didn't. And it makes me go, ah. F- idiot a little more ambition a little more of this a little more of that and you you can have anything and you and i'm fine it's not like i'm you know sucking bread out of street gutters that's what i find interesting you're you're critiquing your own it, ambition which is here's done the problem well. here's the problem it'll never be enough well yeah for anybody that's, right it'll sure. never be enough you'll meet somebody that oh this guy had more ambition than me well, it is my uh spread i that don't know I if it's more or ambition or you just it'll yeah. never be enough i, I, I look i I got upset at Hearst Castle. My my bar is not at a normal human height. And it's not that I feel like I can accomplish it. I, I just know I can't. And, that and that's been years. Jealousy? That's been years. Not jealousy. It's not jealousy. Because jealousy would make it so I'm mad at them for having it. No, right. I'm happy for them. I think it's awesome that people achieve things. I love it. Envy? No, nope. it, it's more upset Maybe a little yourself. envy. Maybe a little envy. How come I don't have not, that? I just get or that I just drive? Get, maybe. I look at them like, well... Boundary. I mean, I understand. It's like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, and I think, oh, is this what I got from my dad too? That that he didn't have a huge, you know, estate. The the drive. You, but it's I, self I'm looking to blame it on someone. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you blame oh, your wow. old man. There you go. Oh, man. Okay. Boy, geez, there's a therapist on the on hold Dan for you. Dan. Yeah. For about yeah, three seconds there. Nope. Ah, I like me. that because then I can blame someone I've never yeah. met. Yeah. You blamed your old man for you not having the gumption to have. But see, that's my problem is that I desire that. I just know it's uh, going to take a lot more than I'm willing to put in. So I'm pretty happy where I am. <laughs> but man, oh, man. I mean, it's just one of those deals where that's why everybody plays the lottery. I'm not different. I'm not the lottery is a big deal because that's what everybody's like, look, I know what it takes to make all that money. And that's why everybody who, you know, screams and yells on TV that billionaires do this and that, we're really just kind of grouchy. And we don't want to admit that we have the same opportunities. We just never jumped it. Some people have an easier path than others, obviously. Did you see that his company paid him $2.1 million right. in bonuses? Did you see what his well, company made? that's his deal. Right. It's none of your business. But I, I just all I wanted to do is just get to be better friends with him and give uh, Jeff all my money. <laughs> if I give you all my money, not just little bits. Like I'm serious now. I want. I'm gonna. I'm leveraging it all. It's probably the worst advice ever. But I did. I like. You know. There's a reason why when the when the uh, mega millions hits a certain number, everybody in. stands in line. 
And it's because we realize it's the quickest path without having to really bust our ass or invent something. Or, or like here, you let Tom Wintermeyer take control of it and you just give Tom money. Right. Even then, there's even laziness in That's my lottery win. Like, all right, Wintermeyer. All right, I'm in for 10. There was a hassle involved in me <laughs> Apple paying Wintermeyer 10 bucks. <laughs> right, right. Like, it was like, oh, it's such a pain in my ass. And all I was looking to do was get somebody else to buy the lottery ticket for us. I didn't want to do it. I didn't even have that kind of ambition. All right. If we strike it rich, it's because Wintermeyer drove to the QT. I'm not doing it. And then I'm start, you know, and then I started doing that. I'm like, how many people are in it? 30. Oh. Yeah. Then we got to do the math on that. This doesn't seem worth it. Who's going to tip? Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to? Which one of these assholes is going to be the problem? I got to win a, a half a billion dollars with 30 people. Inevitably going to be an issue. And that's, you know, you think your work pool at the office is going to go well? No. It, you're, there's going to be lawsuit after lawsuit in that. Just buy tickets for yourself. I wanted to see what would happen if we won like $500 and we had like 20 of us. And <laughs> here's just, your five. Half, half want to roll it over. <laughs> yeah. Here's your seven fifty, And you get that one guy that goes, it's my 20. I want it back. I'm like, don't play lottery. I'm, I have a thing on my phone now called Jack Pocket. What? Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Jack Pocket is all the lotteries you're eligible for. Just a button click away. Shut up. Yeah, you never, do it on I don't your phone? stand in the line ever again. So awesome. I just, I guarantee you, Jack Pocket's about to have a big pop on the, you're doing it already. You go on, uh, it's an app on your phone, Jack Pocket. Jack Pocket. That, Brady, is the benefits of what I do on vacation, which is staying up all night watching crazy TV. Because the commercials on crazy TV in the middle of the night, that's for stuff we need. That's for us. Look at that. It's, Top search. It's an awesome thing. So Jack Pocket and like, you know. Mega Millions. Angel Powerball. View, Rear View Mirrors, things like that. The stuff you can actually use, that's late night TV advertising. I picked up some. Uh, some Not of the, Sauce Moto. No, that's for, that's just your house. That's midday. Yeah. <laughs> that's for, yeah. Those, Wait a minute. The uh, app pays you? Yeah. You wow. just, it's just like FanDuel, only it's uh, Jack Pocket. <laughs> I'll so do 50 bucks on a mega. Jackpot. Sounds like one of the flag football exactly. teams. <laughs> Jackpot might be one of the gay football teams. I was on there the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I bought a bunch of those uh, pick tickets. And I looked, and I had 45 bucks. I don't know how I did it. I don't. One of the tickets paid me 45 bucks. I'm like, sweet. So it goes in a little account. You can do the same thing you can with FanDuel and transfer it back to your bank if you feel like. Jackpot. I've been playing with it for three weeks. It's great. Because then I don't have to stand with the rabble in line uh, waiting for that lottery hit. You're double jacking over the break. Point is, I'm even lazy about winning money. <laughs> that's the problem. You hit your ceiling. It's all you. And that's what bugs me. Is that going over to that beautiful place. I'm like, this is gorgeous. And it truly is. It truly is a magnificently pretty yard. And I loved every second of it. Um, and then I just got mad at my own house. Which I'm happy with. I really like it. But I'm like, ah. Oh, and all I thought was, can I excavate down and have that recessed thing like he's got? <laughs> Do I have enough room to have tiered backyard like that? No, dumbass. Don't. Stadiums I wonder if I could have. and watching your dogs tumble yeah. around in that. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and if I went to Hearst Castle and I'd come back and br- I guarantee I'd come back with a tape measure. Let's see, that fireplace is oh. 445 square feet. I've got a room that I could probably make a giant fireplace out of. Stupid. But we all do it. Oh,
Holmberg's morning sickness. And I'm not, I'm not jealous. There's no jealousy at all because otherwise I'd be angry. Like, you didn't earn this. Or like, I, no. Sounds like you're mad at yourself. I'm just, I'm not even mad. I'm just like, boo. <laughs> or, and just kind of boo me. It's like the boo to John, you know? And I think back, I'm like that Mr. Cox at Dobson High was right. You could have been something. <laughs> but it's too late now. And then you'll get that one friend that's like, it's never too late. Yes, it is. Trust me. You think I'm putting in the effort now? I've waited 51 years to start trying? That's not the case. I'm Joe Coyan. I've already hit the... I'm, I'm heading back down. All right, that's enough. I've seen out the observatory windows. Let's start. Let's go to the elevators. Holmberg. Oh, what a house. Do you not get jealous because out of your whole family, you're second as far as success goes? Second? Your ha! sister is number one because oh, as Mother a... Jug, she helped prevent Mexican <laughs> pregnancy during her prime. She can communicate with ghosts and can read tarot cards. Right. Probably should apologize sooner. Yeah, but She's where's that guy? all your dad's taxidermy and his money to perform voodoo spells with them. This guy pays this too much attention. attention. Yeah. Wow, that's scary. He ain't wrong. But through all that knowledge of the uh, the netherworlds or whatever the hell she's into, still doesn't make as much. So I guess that I got. Whoa. If I had supernatural powers with tarot cards and stuff, I'd use it to make money. I was wondering if something like this would come. Screw you, Holmberg. Yeah. First, you gloat about your goddamn Waymo adventures. Love my Now, Waymo's. you're gloating about how much money you're saving and spending. <laughs> Why don't you just suck Joe Biden's pot sticker <laughs> D while you're at it, you cuck. Wait Get a second. off my airwaves. When did, that? <laughs> when did I brag about anything? All I said was I wanted to kill myself for not having enough. That's Frank yeah, Caliendo's uh, text of the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Here. It, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, that is. That's put him in the category as Frank Caliendo's awful text of the year award. The first annual Frank Caliendo. Why did you text that award? All right, that'll be a fun file to yeah, no review kidding. in December. I'll do it. Yeah, nobody's bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm saying I have no ambition. I didn't have enough ambition. I, and I'm and it's not like I'm ambition free. I think I, I think I look Clearly at the, you're not I think I'm very free. Fox News about this. I think I'm very much one of those hosts on Fox News that constantly says, we all have opportunity. It's the same for everybody. If you, if you want, you know, it doesn't matter what you come from, you can rise to the top. I believe that's very true. I also know for a fact from CNN that some people have an easier path. But that's okay, too. And that's why it's a 1%. But no, that's why it ends up being 1%. It's a hard road. It's a lot yeah. of work to get there. You know, not a lot of people are, are handed hundreds of millions of dollars. A lot of times you've got to earn it. Everybody's mad at Trump. Ah, I didn't do this. You didn't do that. And one thing Donald Trump Jr. said on this show years ago resonates with me fully is that before we all hated his dad, he went broke. And Donald Trump Jr. said on this show, he walked by a bum with his dad in New York City and pointed at him. He goes, wow, what a loser. And he looked at him. He said, don't look at him as a loser. Donald Trump said, don't look at him as a loser, son. He has a billion dollars more than us right now because he was upside down a billion. Wow. Because this world fell I th- apart. I think he, it might have been once or twice, but he was like 25 the first time with all this stuff. But, don't know. Yeah. And yeah, did he have a silver spoon? For sure. And he lost it. Get it? You know, he was in debt a certain uh, amount that was more than like the homeless dude on the street. And he recognized it. Yeah, I mean, he's a complete jackass. <laughs> People love him and stuff, but you can love a jackass. 
I like a lot of things Donald Trump does, but when he talks, I'm just like, please stop, please stop, please stop, please stop. Please stop. You're going to wreck it. No, 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 no. Yeah. You know when you're with a girl and you're like, things are going well, really well, and you whip your dick out, and it's like, "Uh uh-oh, one step too far. That's Donald (laughs) Trump. Kind of like I was explaining to to our, uh, I know, you'll make it political, but you know I'm right. Uh, I was explaining to our friend Bill Thrall, who was a former, I don't know he's still, he's not a pastor anymore. No. Yeah. He quit on that. But he texted me, he goes, hey, your Steelers are in this, in this playoffs, can you believe it? And I said, uh, this team has been like a really bad date that when you drop her off, she reaches over and gives you a hand job. It's like, huh? <laughs> like at the end, there's still something good. Like, what just happened? This has been a nightmare all year. Like, we've had a couple moments like, all right, it's not so bad. And then in the middle, you're like, oh, I can't wait till this date's over. I can't wait. And then at the end, she's like, well, thanks. I'm like, yeah, see you later. And then the next thing you know, I'm getting the best old-fashioned I've ever had in my life. I'm like, how in the world is this ending well? That was me at the start of the fourth quarter yesterday <laughs> with my team. And then the news came over that Brett's team yeah. helped me out. And I'm like, all right, this date's over. Yeah, your We're date. Done. She tried and We're then done. started to chew on the end yep. of it. And you're like, get out hey, of the car. Hey, 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 The Steelers' season was a terrible date that ended with a hand job. And I'm going to call her again. We're going out again this weekend. Give her one more time. I'm going to try this again. And if it goes well this weekend, I'm going to do it again next weekend. I'm taking, cans. I'm taking this kind of thick girl with a bad future. I'm going to take her to the end. It's risky, John. But this, but I told that to a former pastor, and he goes, I, I like to think of it more. Oh, how did he say it? It was great. Because this is exactly what a former pastor would say. Bill's a very funny guy. Uh, <laughs> he says... I said, it's a bad date. I hated this team so much, Bill, throughout the season that I wanted it to be over. And then right at the end when I dropped her off, she gave me a hand job, so I'm back. And he goes, I like to think of her as a faithful wife who at times drives you insane but gives you exactly what you need when it matters most. And I'm like, no, bad date, big hand, strange smell. <laughs> then she reaches over and says, you want me to tug on this? And he goes, all right, I'll go with yours. I don't understand this team. I don't get it. But you know what? And here's the problem with the NFL playoffs that are coming up. The Chiefs, who I'm butt sick of because of the – I don't mind Patrick. Like, that's that's a dynasty I've been kind of like, good on you guys. I've not hated them like they're I did likeable. the Patriots. The Cowboys I hate. And like, yeah, teams that – they're kind of a like – Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are kind of like, you'd hang out with them. Go, you know, they're kind of all right. You get why people like them. Their fans aren't annoying yet. Andy breaks the fourth wall on his commercial. Yeah, you, like it. yeah he's, he makes fun of himself for me. I think it's because they're the dynasty after Belichick, oh, which yeah, has yeah, been yeah. just the evil empire. Yeah. So anything's better. But the Taylor Swift thing came along, and it might as well have been Belichick and drag because I can't stand her at all, and she's getting worse by the day. They just got a lollipop of a game. That, you know, the pineapple farmer is going to try to roll into Kansas City next week and throw footballs around at one degree. It's not happening. Miami going to Kansas City. They just got a tune-up game. Miami's not going to be counting for a head coach. Come on. See, I love him, but they're just not ready to travel. Miami needed to stay at home. Had Miami been at home, I think they're dangerous. Them in Kansas City and that traveling resort beach show they got going on in Tyreek Hill. And, although that is kind of an interesting side match, though, that Tyreek goes back you to beat him. that one. I'd like to see it, but I, I honestly think Kansas City just got like, here. You've had a little bit of a rough year. Here's a gift. You guys can uh, get, get right against Miami in the playoffs because they're not going to show up in that weather, are they? There's no way. 
Anyway, playoffs, it's so much fun. Then you got Stafford going back to Detroit. I have a friend who's a Lions fan. This is the first playoff game in Detroit ever at Ford Field. Oh, right. Ever. You think of how old Ford Field is. I went to Ford Field for the Super Bowl in 05, and it was already 10 years old. So they haven't had a playoff game at home in years, ages. My friend's uh, like a true blue Lions fan. His dog's name is Stafford. Wow. He didn't know. Wow. And he's like, I'm so torn. He goes, this dude's the greatest lion of my childhood and lifetime because he grew up watching Matthew Stafford. And he goes, and now he's with the Rams. And he's like, and he's going to come beat us in Detroit, isn't he? And I'm like, he is going to beat you in Detroit. That's that's it, probably uh, going to happen. You name any Campbell of your dogs tears. about current, current uh, No, always players. name your, always that's name them after. Thing, yeah, because yeah. you, yeah. That's the same with buying jerseys, too. Absolutely. It's yeah. gotten to that, yeah. right. Because there would have been a time I'd have named a dog Shazier, and that would have been really awkward right, right now. <laughs> yeah, you always name them after your legends. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, I got, you know, Bus. That's pretty safe. I got Jack Ham, Hall of Fame Steeler, never played for anyone else. Those are good. Frank. Franco. His name was Paco when I got him, so I changed it to Frank, and then I'm like, close enough. That's Franco Harris. Franco. Seahawk ears don't count. Gordon? Steeler legend. Gordon just showed up because his name was Jordan, and I didn't want it to oh. be Jordan, so we changed it to Gordon. Gordon is not named after any Steelers. As is Yardley, our three-legged dog, because she's got three yes, legs. Come on. Three feet to yard. But I had Big Ben. Dutchie was uh, Harry Carey's wife. You always go with the tried and true, the establishment ones. Like, if I was a Bills fan, I'd had a dog named OJ. No question. <laughs> In fact, I still might do that. You weren't going to name a dog uh, Fukudome or anything like that? <laughs> I had a Sharpei uh, for a while I thought about. A Chinese crested, but maybe. Anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Uh, it is wake-up song time, and of course it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Lots of storms happening this weekend, yeah. and it is time to head on up north and take advantage of it. Skiing and snowboarding season is upon us. Action Ride Shop is your headquarters for that if you need to purchase new gear Rent some gear. Maybe you want to give it a shot, which I think I'm going to try that this Roll year. I think I'm going to try to snowboard this year. Are you? I think so. I talked to Eric Bryan from uh, uh, Precision and uh, from New AC Unit this weekend, and he goes, we'll take you up skiing one of these times. I'm like, ah, no, I think it's too late. So the two times I've been snowboarding, the first time I broke my ankles, both ankles, and then the next one I just buried it in and thought I broke my knees, and I quit. And he goes, no, snowboarding's for kids. We'll teach you skiing. He said, I'll have you up and down the slopes. And I said, see, the problem I have with that is, the dude who took me snowboarding said, we'll do this. You'll be up in a day. Yep. And he took me to the Black Diamond. Oh. And so the only way to learn is to fall down. That's what you've got to learn is how to stand back up on the board and you'll be fine. Well, within two runs, I had broken both ankles. I don't know. Josh told us he'd take us out. And Josh, I would trust. Yeah. I yeah. just Josh, I trust. For some reason, Eric Bryan is not taking me up on the mountain because he's nuts. Like Eric Bryan. Is, you got to start out on the black. <laughs> well, I would do that. Too. Well, I would do that. Too. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> It's the slopes where the blacks. <laughs> what? What? Come on! <laughs> I would do that. Jeez. I would do the. I would do the black diamond because Eric would talk me into it and be like, "All right." And we, Josh is smart. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eric and I together are not. I don't you know, could man. hear I his laugh signs. from the top oh, of that hill. Eric Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. That's the last thing I'd hear before my before the Got lights, you! before the lights go out. You hear? Oh my God! He's dead. And that's the last face and noise I would hear before. <laughs> Josh would be like, okay, French fries, pizza, French fries, pizza. <laughs> he would help me. He would teach me. I trust Josh. Yeah. Action Ride Shop guys, I trust them. Alex was, uh, Eric, was there nuts. on Friday, rented some gear, and he was up at sunrise yesterday with his buddies. Yeah. 
It's fun. They got five plus inches of oh, snow yesterday. They got a foot at the airport in Flagstaff. Yeah. They, they got clobbered. So it's it's perfect time to go over to Action and grab all that stuff. If you're going to start, do it now. I want to go too. But I want to go with – the problem isn't the event. It's the people that I'm with because I like hanging out with fun people. Eric Bryan is fun. He will Not throw really me into the. He will throw I me. It's, it's, I might as well just go skiing with the abominable snowman. Yeah. Something horrible is going to yep. happen. Yeah, I see Josh as a teacher. I don't see Josh. Eric would, Josh Ryan would. As a teacher. And I, yeah, Josh would stand on the bunny hill with me, going, "You're doing great. <laughs> go, go, chief." Eric would be like, "This is a bunch of bull. <laughs> Let's get up to the black diamond." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Different teaching styles. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, Eric Bryan's teaching style. Also comes with a bow in my back after he pushes me down the hill. Here, go! Ow, my back! Now you're skiing! And then just laughing. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting there with a cast and we're drinking and I'm still having fun. And I'm like, Eric, Brian, you did this to me. And Spray I still a like bunch it. of dough and heat on your back and you're mounted by a bus <laughs> right. and you walk Look, out. I've, I golf with Eric and Bodie and you. Yeah. And we've had incidents. Like, golf has almost killed some people. Like, imagine what skiing to, would do. Uh, Club oh, casualties. There's been massive two. There, I've broken a couple. Eric's broken yeah, one, and then three, and then the four. joke club that almost killed someone. Where we had a club hit another club, and then a, and we're not even dicking around that bad. Can't imagine if there's actual like danger. Golf's the safest game in the world. Anyway, sorry about that. Go over to Action Ride Shop. We're decent people, <laughs> are, and they'll help you out. All right, on our list, uh, a lot of it having to do with uh, the gay flag football. So uh, Judas Priest Turbo, Dude Looks Like a Lady, Stink Fist from Tool, of course, Gay Bar from Electric Six, Snot My Balls, (laughs) Oh, Uh, I Prevail, Ozzy, White Zombie, Velvet Revolver, Deftones, Parkway Drive. Dirt House could be for them, too. Static X, yeah, that's true. Oh, man. (laughs) Do you think when they draw up plays for gay flag football, they have a designer? It'll be back in two weeks. I'll have some plays thrown up for you. Uh, I like, uh, well, we might as well go with a little Judas Priest. A little Turbo? Yeah, get the priest in there. <laughs> Several reasons we can do that. That's a good one. We'll see. Yeah, I've had, uh, yeah, the Lions, the Lions are a team that I want to see do okay. I don't think Dan Campbell's style lasts a long time, but I like that it's, Got this team motivated and playing well. They're fun. But I just don't think his screaming and yelling. What was the uh, follow-up? I heard, um, I saw, you know, Laporta go out. He's out. He's done. Which stinks because that's That's a good player. But, hey, everybody's dealing with something. Every team, I mean, every team has a pretty bad injury. You're going to be down Watt, right? Probably. I say put some needles in it. It's a grade two sprain. That's nothing. Blow it out. Drain it. Needle it up. Take a shot. We get good backups, though. Not T.J. Watt good, but we'll be all right. They're not supposed to be there. They're, they're playing with house money. Which is dangerous. Point. They're a very dangerous team because they're getting healthier other than T.J. everywhere else. Who knows what they are? We'll see. And the Bills team is super flawed. We saw it all last night. So could wander up to Buffalo and make some mistakes. Josh Allen can give you a game. If he does what he did last night to a team that doesn't give it back, they're going to lose. Uh, anyway, playoffs. Uh Amazing that it's 18 weeks ago the season started. It's already over. Cardinal fans, who knows what you're going to do? Just enjoy the playoffs like the rest of us. Uh, it's Turbo Lover for the thing I saw yesterday, which is gay flag football leagues that are popping up all over. NFL's behind it. 
Uh, it's Judas Priest. It's 98 KUPD. I think Rob's the commissioner of the league. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD.